you know, like perfect example for the fear thing. How when you see, you know the ring doorbell? Yeah, this is like, what you told me. Yeah, the commercials here they show you uh, a, a guy in a hoodie breaking into your house or somebody stealing a package off your porch. That's the mm. commercial for the ring doorbell here. Like you better get this or you're gonna get mm. your everything's gonna get stolen and they're gonna break in and kill your family. That's how they advertise it to us. Mm-hmm. The ring doorbell commercial over there. This guy walks up to his friend's house, rings the doorbell. His friend answers it from vacation and says, "Hey, pal, I'm on vacation right now. I'll be home next week." And the guy goes, "Okay, great. Talk to you then." And then leaves. That's the commercial. (laughs) They're showing you how convenient it is, you know. But out here, they're like, "You got to get this, or you're gonna get killed." I'm sorry, Dad. It's recorded at Third Wheel Presents Studios. Is that what it's called? We'll just call it Third Wheel Studios. Third Wheel Presents is more the network. <laughs> so offended. Third Wheel. If we could just. Uh... <laughs> if you're in the LA area and you want to do your own podcast, contact Nolan. Have you been getting texts still? Yeah. From, oh, from your podcast? Yeah. I just get calls. Honestly, it hasn't been as interesting as I would have thought. People were wow. just. They'll just call and nothing will happen. Oh, wow. Because I don't answer. You want crazier shit. And then a couple people are like, hey, Nolan. Mm. (laughs) Like, let's, you know, at least least make it weird and make it, you know, a problem. What's your number? 425-205-7496. Make it a problem. (laughs) Harass Nolan. (laughs) I've never seen someone welcome harassment as much as you do. (laughs) It's not going to be. Is that a personal number? Is that your personal number? That's my personal number. Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, if you want to start your own podcast, con- uh, text Nolan. Or call text him. Call him. <laughs> FaceTime him. Yeah, FaceTime me. Send him <laughs> pictures. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Our guest today is none other than comedian Jason Collings. It's me. Welcome I'm to here. Welcome to the pod, dude. Thanks, man. It, it's literally a pod, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's a small room. It's tight observation, bro. Thanks, Never man. been made before. Really? Jesus. Yeah, I'm a genius, dude. I'm I'm innovative. I'm a Trailblazer. Heck. Jason, you were uh, a comedian I met early on who didn't care that I had followers or not. And I appreciated that. Well, again, that goes to my amazing acting ability. Mm. Oh. The only reason I hung out with you is because you had an M behind your number on Vine. Oh, shit. We're not even really. We're not real friends. Why are you here right now? Well, because, you know, you think I'm great and wrong. Oh. Ooh, I just, that's why I'm friends with you. It's because. <laughs> no, uh, I didn't care that you had. What, what was it, Vine or Instagram that we were talking about? Vine. <laughs> I'm in a weird mood. Dune yeah, yeah to, what's wrong with you? Dune wants to move on. Is this depression? What's going on with me? Why? I, what are you feeling? Tell us. I'm feeling like your foot is touching my leg. What are you feeling I, other than I that? Hate, and I hate that. What are you feeling other than <laughs> this? I feel tired and stressed out because I've been moving. I feel like as long as I've known you, you've always been in a weird mood. (laughs) I know. I like it. It's very very you. Well, it's exhausting. (laughs) (laughs) Nolan, I'm sorry. Could you give me a coffee, dude? Yeah. Wow. You are on edge. (laughs) Jesus. I just did an interview on this talk show thing that probably no one's really going to see, but. uh, What's it called? I don't even know. Cool, man. It's one of those like things you get asked to do, and it goes <laughs> yeah. somewhere on the internet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. I, I don't know. 
I'll, I'll, I'll watch it. Yeah, man. It's awesome. Dude. <laughs> uh, what's wrong with me? Jason, help. What's going on? Why are you, are you upset? Are you just anxious? I think I'm just anxious. About moving? Just the whole move, stressful. Do you not like the new place? I do like it. Then you should be happy. It's the pro. Of course, the process. The process of moving is always. It always sucks. I feel like the last four times I moved was in the rain too. It yeah, was just terrible. Yeah. Terrible. Did you get a U-Haul? I did. Yeah, mm. but I still have more stuff to haul. Mm. I don't know. My brain is just in a bunch of different places. So once you settle, welcome in, to the podcast. Hey, dude. This is great. <laughs> it's going to be a great episode. I feel like it's going to be helpful for you. <laughs> once you settle in, Rye. Yeah. Everything's going to be fine. I got to be present. You and your weird cat will be great. I just got to get out of my head. Jason, tell me a traumatic story. A traumatic story? It'll help me get out of my head. <laughs> my trauma will help you forget about your trauma. Yeah. I'll laugh at it. You'll laugh at it? All right. This one time my dad died. <laughs> <laughs> that is funny, right? I don't have uh, any traumatic stories lately. Yeah. No, your life's been just things perfect, been, huh? Things have been kind of... Pretty smooth. Pretty good lately. Yeah. <laughs> you're just, know, I'm uh, so you're, sorry. <laughs> you were just uh, touring with Russell Peters. Me and Russell Peters. In what countries? We were in South Africa. We, well, we started in Canada. We, did, we went all the way across Canada for a little over three weeks. Started in Vancouver. Ended in Toronto. Then in May, we started in South Africa. And by June, we were in uh, Dubai and Bahrain, the Middle East. What was your favorite? My favorite was South, uh, Cape Town, South Africa. It was awesome. Cool. And then after that, I really liked. I was. I liked Dubai and I liked Bahrain. India was a little rough for me. How so? It is. It is so crazy there. First of all, it's so crowded. There are just. We were in Mumbai. We were in Delhi, and we were in Bangalore. Just Mumbai alone has twenty million people. There's over a billion people in India. Jeez. And it's you feel it. You literally yeah. feel that it is that crowded. It feels that crowded. Damn. And it's in it, the class, the class differences are, it's, it's, it's so just one side of the street to the other, you know, like, yeah. you know, sometimes you're in a good neighborhood and then you start going away and it's getting a little shady. And then right. in India, you're in luxury and then you walk out the door and you're in slums. It's wow. literally, yeah. they're sitting on the, the steps of the hotel that you're staying on and people are li- living on the street and it, it's just crazy. Russell's brother was trying to prep me for India when we were going. Yeah. He, the best way he could describe it, he says, here's the best way to describe India. It's like humanity coming at you full speed. And it was exactly what, I mean, the minute we got off the plane, it's everything. The people, the smells, it's, it's insane. The, the, there's, it's, there seems to be no rules on the streets driving. Oh, traffic is yeah. insane. I don't think I saw one traffic light and people are just, cutting each other up the, the horn you think new york you know new york you hear honking horns yeah times that by a hundred it's just the way they it's part of driving there right you don't have to take a class to get a driver's license you just apply for the license what do you know what age it is it might be eight no i don't know i have no <laughs> idea but it was it's crazy motorcycles there's entire families on a one scooter right like right. a mom dad three kids all on one scooter mm-hmm. and they're just weaving in and out of traffic and the only one with a helmet on is the dad I thought, uh, did you enjoy India or was I it did, just I enjoy, too much? I'm, it was too much, yeah. but I enjoyed it. it. It was weird. It was like a mix. Like I'm so happy and grateful and excited that I got to be in India and experience yeah. pretty much a third world country. It was incredible, but I'm not in a big hurry to go back. Yeah. Thank Actually, you. Actually, you know what? I am. I, you know what? It was just rough. 
I lost 10 pounds over there because my stomach wasn't used to the food. So you were which, shitting a lot? A lot. Mm. <laughs> More like pissing out of my butthole. Right, it was bad. Right. Like nothing, yeah. nothing. And the thing that sucks the most is the food is delicious. I mean, it's so good. Mm. You've, you've had good Indian food. The food over there is delicious, but it just wouldn't stay in my body. <laughs> and we were there for almost two weeks. So after the first four days or something, it was just, I couldn't do it anymore. So for the rest of the time I was in India, I got room service in the morning and it was plain scrambled eggs, a banana and bottled water. Mm. And that was all I ate. That helps every day. And that it was better. I mean, yeah. if I ventured out and went, and even in the resorts where they have their own filtration system, because anything that water touches yeah. is going to fuck you up. Like, mm -hmm. cause they wash the lettuce with the water. Like it's right. just, it's not good. So, you know, I had a hard time with that, but I, I lost weight. How did Russell do with the food? I mean, he's, he's got an ironclad stomach and he's, yeah. you know, he's, his, his family's from there, you know? Okay. Do you know Russell Peters? Mm -mm. Know of him? No. Huge comedian worldwide. Yeah, he's amazing. I mean, literally Big world guy. famous. Okay. A world famous. I was about to ask, how, how are the crowds in India? For him, they were great. He's of Indian descent. He's, okay. He was, he was raised, born and raised in Canada, but his, his parents are from Bombay, from, from uh, India. And, mm. uh, you know, so they love him over there. Mm. He's, a, he's a superstar over there. I mean, walking down the street, it's, in, it's incredible. Really? Mm. And yeah. And uh, so the, sh and the shows were amazing. We did, we did two in, in Mumbai because, and then we, we did one in Bangalore, one in Delhi, and two in Mumbai. And the two in Mumbai, they, they taped for his new special that's coming out on it. It's an Amazon original mm, coming sweet. out in 2020. It's his new special. Did you announce his? I, I was, I was the opening act. Did, are you going to be on the special saying, welcome to the stage? No, no, because they have oh, like yeah. a VOG and a whole video that brings him out and everything. Okay. He's, he's got an amazing relationship with like a lot of people in the hip hop community, rappers, like old school rappers. Like, I don't know if you remember Melly Mel in the Fury. I know the name. He, he, he does the voice of the, the, the announcing him on stage and everything. It's really cool. Nice. It's a, it's a freaking awesome show, but the crowds were amazing. I didn't have to change anything in my set. Yeah. Everything trans translated. It was and you, awesome. did, you did well? And great, yeah. Because normally I mean, you don't do well. No, here I don't do too well, but in <laughs> India, bro, <laughs> yeah. you kill it. <laughs> I'm actually going back to the Middle East too on uh, Monday. R what the Middle on, East? On Monday, I'm flying back to Bahrain on my own for some. I'm doing two, oh, right. two or three shows out there. Sweet, three or four, same. Four Russell shows. Peters? No, me. Nice. Going with me, uh, Ahmed Ahmed or yeah, yeah. Ahmed Ahmed. Ahmed yeah. Ahmed's going to be on it. A uh, girl, she's kind of new to comedy here. Her name's Reem Idan. She was. She lived there for like was raised there for like lived there 15 years ago or something. So they're excited to see her because she's now doing comedy here in America. Yeah. But yes, the three of us doing the show. It's pretty cool. Sweet. Mm. Are you excited or are you yeah. scared? No, I'm excited. I love Bahrain. I, when I was in Bahrain, it, it it's when you go to like Bahrain and Dubai, it's amazing the treatment that you get. They have like a fleet of, you know, BMW SUVs picking it us up from the airport. We're staying in like seven star resort. The hotels are like you get a private pool in your room. Really? Every room is a suite with a private pool, spa. It's, <laughs> wow. The treatment's incredible. Like they, and they love, you know, there's a lot of expats over there. They, so they like American comedy. Pardon the interruption, but this episode is brought to you by HoneyBook. If you run your own business, you're used to doing it all. But if you're struggling to get through your to-do list, HoneyBook can help. HoneyBook is an online business management tool that organizes your client communications, bookings, contracts, and invoices all in one place. HoneyBook makes it simple to run your business better. Professional templates, e-signatures, and built-in automation keeps everything on track and makes you look good. They even consolidate services you already use. 
like QuickBooks, Google Suite, Excel, and MailChimp slash Gmail. It's the number one choice for clients in business management for freelancers and business owners. Save time and do more of what you love with HoneyBook. And right now, HoneyBook is offering our listeners 50% off when you visit HoneyBook.com slash dad. Payment is flexible, and this promotion applies whether you pay monthly or annually. Annually. <laughs> annually. So go to HoneyBook.com slash dad for 50% off your first year. That's HoneyBook.com slash dad. Now back to the show. You know, I don't have to change anything in my act. A few people have gone over there and had a hard time because they, they one guy I, I heard about, he was on stage over there and he said, he said gay on stage and they yeah. literally almost arrested. Really? He almost, mm, almost because, arrested for saying gay. Because they're anti-gay? Yeah, very. There's a, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I don't talk about religion. I don't talk about politics. You yeah, know, yeah, so yeah. they, they kind of like me. They're like, yeah, this guy's a pussy. That's what yeah, you're, mm. your comedy's pretty <laughs> mundane. Yeah. Vanilla. I, I, it's, say vanilla. It's beige. I'm beige. Boring, I have a, so. I'm a beige comic. Very boring. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm the khaki comic. You do have a great chunk about airplanes, which sounds hacky, mm. but your your jokes are that, awesome. That, I'm so proud of that, too, because so many comics have come up to me after the set, and they're like, man, yeah. when you started, I was like, oh, no, Collings <laughs> is doing airline material, but it's... Yeah. What I tell people is it's not airline material. It's Jason Collins. I'm, I introduce you to me as a person, as this angry father. Everything annoys me. Yeah. Then I go into the why the airline stuff annoys yeah, me. Yeah. It's not just like, hey, airline food, right, guys? You know, it's, yeah. it's what bugs me about it. You did, know? did that work in India? Yeah. Huge. Okay. Yeah, I got up. So were your audience- I'm still getting people sending me videos of themselves on planes recording everything that's going on, like nice. the, the, the flight attendant or the guy trying to put his- bag in the overhead that doesn't fit and all that stuff so who goes to comedy shows in india the a bunch of upper Indians, class a bunch of indian people upper class i don't know middle to upper okay middle to up the people that could afford it i mean the shows were like over ten thousand people you know in the audience it was but yeah it's i think it's just the people that there's a low there's a class that they're not doing that they're just surviving you know right yeah, but yeah. the people that are going out they can afford it that's who's going did you notice that the women are attractive? There are very beautiful women in yeah. India, yes. I like Bollywood actresses. We, we went to a GQ magazine event, uh, GQ's 100 Best Dressed India or something. We, we were like the special guests at this event. And the, the, not just the women, but the people were just yeah. beautiful people. You so know? you're gay. I'm so gay. <laughs> but um, yeah, some good looking women over there. Bahrain, beautiful women. Yeah, beautiful women behind me. Some of the be most beautiful women you've ever seen over there. The, the ones that wear the little that you just see their eyes. Yeah, I had, I didn't get a chance to see, but I've heard those women. So the guy, one of the guys on our tour, is like, "Oh, you don't understand. Those women are some of the most beautiful women in the world." And I guess sometimes when they leave Bahrain on vacation, they they take all that off and they're like dressed in the nines and dancing yeah. like Beyonce and shit. But yeah, I find yeah. Indian women very attractive. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I some think of it, these people that I met over there, like this one actress, we've become kind of friends online and we still talk online and stuff. I, something like 400 and something thousand followers and she's a she's an actress. Bollywood, I guess Bollywood's huge. Yeah. And she's one of the one of the uh, more famous actresses over there. But oh my goodness. Can you uh, get me her contact info? I, I'll get it for mm -hmm. you after the show. Yeah. All right. Okay, thank you. Yeah. Want her address? Yeah, can I have her address? Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'll give you her address too. That's mm -hmm. a, probably a good idea. <laughs> can you? You're asking a lot now, you know? You, can... got, you got the number and the address. 
Can you bring me to India with you this time well, for free? I'm not going to India. I don't know when I'm going. But when I go to India. Wait, where are you going on, on Monday? Bahrain, the Middle East. That's the same thing. No, it's not at all. It's not at all. Just you, just yep. <laughs> you, just <got> <laughs> you just got Shane Gillis. Yep. You just got Gillis. You just got Gillis. Not the same at all. Oh, yeah, same thing. Now, you were in Australia, right? Did you say that? I am not. was not in Australia. Okay. You're not listening, <laughs> right? You're not listening. <laughs> uh, wait, you were somewhere where you noticed that uh, you were like, wow, America is based on fear, which oh, sounds everywhere. very general, general, but. Everywhere over there. Like, it, it was just such a, di- people were telling me, hey, tell your friends at home how nice it is here because we get a bad rap over where you, I'm like, and it's true. Everywhere I was, so before I went to the Middle East, my thinking on it was, oh, it's a desert. There's a bunch of tanks rolling around and there yeah. are nothing like that. I w- mm. Bahrain, beautiful. Dubai, gorgeous. Uh, Muscat, that's where I went. And it was like tropical paradise. It was, this beach was amazing on the Persian Gulf. Oh. You know, I'm, I'm in the water up to my neck. I could see my feet clearly. It's just beautiful, clear. And it's, everything's nice. just gorgeous there. It wasn't anything at all like I pictured it. And then, you know, like, perfect example for the fear thing how when you you know the ring doorbell yeah this is what you told me yeah the commercials here they show you uh, a a guy in a hoodie breaking into your house or somebody stealing a package off your porch that's the Mm -hmm. commercial for the ring doorbell here like you better get this or you're gonna get Mm -hmm. your everything's gonna get stolen and they're gonna break in and kill your family that's how they advertise it to us Mm -hmm. the ring doorbell commercial over there (laughs) this guy walks up to his friend's house rings the doorbell his friend answers it from vacation and says hey pal i'm on vacation right now i'll be home next week and the guy goes okay great talk to you then and then leaves that's the commercial (laughs) they're showing you how convenient it is you know but out here they're like you gotta get this or you're gonna get killed dude it's so crazy like driving through india i mean it's just these shacks put together just Mm. with whatever material they can find and then one random building will have uber eats (laughs) sign on it (laughs) and there's like there's like uber scooters it's it's that would stress me the fuck it, out. That's what it did. It, it India stressed me out because I wasn't used to it. It's a beautiful country. The people are amazing. They're nice. They're sweet. But if you're not used to that much happening at one time, it's yeah. sensory overload. It's totally. pretty crazy. Yeah. Um. Did you stand like? Did you get stand out? Oh, they, you're white. Oh, walking around. I got stopped at least every ten step for a, people to take pictures with me. <laughs> Just <laughs> because I'm a white guy. They were oh. like, oh, can we take a picture with you? And they're taking pictures with me like I'm famous. <laughs> Russell told me, he's like, you watch. When we walk down the street, they're going to stop you more than they stop me because I look like one of them. Yeah. He goes, you, you trust, and it's a sure thing. Walking, we're, we were going to this thing called the Gate of India to see this big um, attraction there. And it was pandemonium. Like they, we were getting stopped so much to just people taking their pictures with us like I was famous. It How was, did you feel about that? Weird. No, it was fun, you know. Yeah. yeah, it was a little weird, but it I didn't it didn't bother me. Yeah. You know, the only thing that the only part that bothered me was like when the, there's a lot of beggars and they will like little 3-year-old children mm. will grab onto your leg and oh. hold your leg until oh, you fuck. give them Jeez. money. It's pretty crazy. So that bothered you you just kicked them. I kicked them. Mm-hmm. And the thing is they're little, so they went yeah. far. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's far. Cool. No, it was pretty crazy. That's they cool. come right up to you when you're at a red light or stoplight or a stop sign or whatever the hell made the car stop. <laughs> they come up to the window and they just sit there and pound on the window and just stare at you and, and like going like they just like please, please, please sir give me some and porridge I, and I want to give them stuff but yeah. they told me that you can't because when you give the people that were locals there that were handling us helping us out they're like if you give somebody something it it it's like 
you know how when you feed one bird, and next yeah. thing you know, like hundreds of, it's like the same thing. They they just come at you and they come at you and they, and it becomes like a thing that you, you gets out of your control. Wow, that's like me walking around everywhere I go. It's yeah, like uh, people right. swarming me, right yeah. from behind. Or they they've never seen you know someone so fat. You're mm-hmm. not. Hey, Rye, you're not fat. Say it again. You're not fat. <laughs> you're not fat. You, I know. I'm I not, think you need to get you, new. Gla- I need I'm, to get new glasses. He's man. not fat. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to fat shame you. I might chubby shame you. Oh, that's even worse, dude. Nah, dude. You know what you are, and this is a, a compliment in the hood. You thick. No, nah, you thick, bro. Wow, I, I take extreme offense to that. So I'm <laughs> fat. No, you're not no, fat just at all. Uh, I can tell you think you are. Hmm. You know, how? I, think, I think I'm out of shape. You know how I can tell you think you are? Why? You're doing the beard a little thicker. No. Yeah, you're hiding what you think might be happening. No, I just. No, that's not why. A lot of guys do the beard thing. They're like, I'm getting fat. I'm going to just grow the beard out. I think, I think a beard makes you look fatter. Yeah, I can do that. Yeah. It definitely uh, hides my uh So that's fat. what you have to say, Nolan? This is where you, yeah, this is where you interject? Yeah, I jump in. I think the beard makes you look fat. No, no, not him. <laughs> Saying a, right. a beard can make you look no fat. No matter what Nolan says about you, you are not fat. I say a lot of You hear that, Brandon? You're not mm-hmm. fat. You probably could He's use... our guest. He's very nice, and he has glasses. Count your calories, cut out sugar, no soda, and say bye-bye to fast food, and work out. <laughs> I can, You know you eat fast food. You're not... You're no, work. I don't eat fast food. Not typically. I, I, I haven't been working out, and I've been eating poorly, but not fast food. It's diet. It's, yeah, it's diet. Yeah. A lot of people ask me when I... Because I lost like a bunch of weight, and they're like, how did you... It's 99.9% diet. 80%, but okay. 99.9%. <laughs> As soon as I change my trying diet. to help you, and you're you're you know you're making def- fun of them. You're deflecting. That's yeah, what deflecting. You're, doing. you're being yeah. defensive. Classic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Come, third, work, come th- work out with me. Oh god, I, I'm still getting over this fucking jock itch. You can't Why? blame Incredible. the jock itch on everything. How do you have jock itch? Jocks have jock itch. It's always the jock itch. Clearly not a jock. Always talking. <laughs> <laughs> I got it once. Thought it was just a rash, so I didn't put jock itch lotion on it, and then it, I Ew. just I've just been. Sweating every fucking day. It's so hot. You, you know, you know why. And the heat stresses me out. Oh, heat stresses you out because you, you. We don't I have just weather sweat. here. I sweat have, all the time. We have one season in California. You're from the Northeast, where it's yeah. cold as shit every once in a while. Yeah. Oh man, the jock itch is making crazy. You're losing your mind. Jock itch is driving you off the deep end. And uh, I've never had jock itch. I had it once before. I don't even know what it is. Really, it's fungus. Ah, oh, this is a cool subject. <laughs> he has a re- recurring segment on this fucking podcast. Yeah, he's been talking about it for is like it, two months. Is it something that you have to take care of medically, like with a doctor or some no, prescription? I just, or... I just need to put lotion on my gold balls, bond, gold and, bond powder, and, and not sweat. That's mm. the key. Do you wear moisture wicking underwear? No, you gotta. Makes a difference. Yeah. Okay. Makes a difference. I'm here to help. Mm. It. Just, I'm so tired of it, dude. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> Also, you know, might help lose a, lose a little bit of weight. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Okay. What else do you talk about? Um, oh, all right. We're changing the subject. Uh, how? Why is it taking you so long to move? Uh, oh, I'm all, I'm all moved. I just have some loose ends at my old apartment. Like, uh, I got to sell some stuff that I can't fit. Like what? Uh, I got to have two uh, bar stools, if you're interested. In a coffee table. Then I just got to throw some shit out. I just moved my couch this morning. And like doing fucking 
twelve step program. And I'm also like I haven't had roommates in years, so oh, I'm like a roommate now. Uh, mm. uh, is it a stranger? Oops, sorry. Uh, 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 is, it a, uh, is it a stranger? Like it's three that people. People that you don't know, and you just answered an ad. One, no, no, no. I got it through my best friend, actually, my best oh, friend from home, Adam. Nice. Adam. Uh, and then uh, the homeowner who's super chill, a makeup artist, and then some guy. But it's just <laughs> weird. That like, poor guy. He's just some some guy. guy. Like I'm. He's gonna listen to this and go, oh. <laughs> <laughs> it's just weird. I'm not at ease there yet. Wow, shocker. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm just like walking you're not around. at ease here right now. <laughs> no, I'm not. It's because I'm fat. No, you're not. You're not fat. <laughs> no, but uh, yeah, I'm just walking around. It feels like I'm in somebody else's house because I am technically, yeah, but of. I'm paying for it. So do you have your own room or do you have a room roommate? <laughs> no, I have my own room. Oh, good. <laughs> yeah, that would suck. I pretty much have the whole first floor to myself. Oh, that's cool. That That's great. But it's still like my cat is stressed out, so my heart breaks whenever oh, she yeah. looks stressed out. New room and... And just learning the rules of the household, like, whose pan is this? Uh, uh, yeah, never. <laughs> it's a great yeah. impression of some guy. That's, yeah. that's the guy. That's, that's the, the guy. guy. That's, that's some the, guy. That's the third guy with no name. So I think he's just stressing me out. Uh, I, get I, get, I get it, but I don't. I don't. I can't. I don't. I've never had to experience that. Yeah. There's enough room in the shed for three people. <laughs> I was going to move into the shed of this house. What? Uh, what do you mean? Shed. Like a, a shed. Oh, here we go again with the shed. <laughs> like a shed that you like do the lawnmower in? This week on <laughs> alcoholism, jock itch, and the shed. <laughs> the shed with jock itch. No, I, there's... Have a, I have a shed. If you don't mind. <laughs> there's a renovated, insulated shed with AC and electricity, and it's big. That was sounds cool, actually. It's 550 bucks a month. It's a clubhouse. It's yeah. awesome. It's like a man cave. It had a loft for a bed. Wait, why didn't you do that? I tried, but it's technically illegal, so the homeowner was like, apprehensive about it uh, she, she had a psycho like meth head living in there who sued her for making him live in the shed for th our, there was out, a roommate downstairs out. where i am now and it was technically illegal and so the meth head roommate got kicked out because like i don't know they had a falling out and then she contacted the city saying like there's an illegal apartment in the basement uh, so this person had to do my landlord roommate had to do a bunch of construction to make she, it look like just a shed? To make it, uh, not the shed. Oh. The shed is still just a shed, but uh, my floor, she had to do construction and make it uh, certified or uh -huh. like yep. get it passed and shit. Mm -hmm. So I'm letting a few months pass, and I'm going to try to find a roommate to take my place, and I go into the shed. That's, see, that's cool, and you have your own space. Is it bigger than this? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> hmm. I do have my don't, own space. Don't tell Nolan, but this is so fucking tiny. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. It's pretty small, dude. I mean, What's that, dude? Spring a couple more bunks with a bigger closet. That's what I'm saying. Oh, okay. hey, no I'm getting hot. I'm getting hot. <laughs> Speaking of hot, can you turn up the AC in this? Fire? You can't do that. It's not helping his jock itch. It has a... No, it's no, not. It's right there. You can... <laughs> I know, I know. I can tell it's not. I'll spread them open, dude. I honestly need to lie down in front of a fan for like a full day. Less... <laughs> Spread eagle just what? balls out. Ugh. Dude, live stream that. <laughs> live stream it. Yeah, I can't <laughs> take this anymore. Thankfully, uh, the home, the house I'm in now has soft water. My water was hard, which is bad for your skin. Was how do you get soft water? She's got like, I it's not like iodized I water. Do that to my house. Yeah, it's nice. I don't need to moisturize my face anymore. I've had dandruff this whole time I've been in LA just because of the hard water. So he's head and shoulders year round to combat that. You look that. good. Your skin looks good. Great hairline too. 
You hear that, Brandon? <laughs> I never insulted you for your hairline. I was wondering. I insult you for everything else. <laughs> Literally everything Hairline's else. great. Let's leave all the other shit below it. The pubic hairline. Oh. Hey, Fungal. <laughs> <laughs> Mushrooms so, growing in there. So nasty. So, Jason, we were in New York once. Mm-hmm. And, and we had a blast. We did. We I stayed w- together in Jersey. Mm-hmm. I was having an anxious day mm-hmm. where I just didn't feel comfortable. Right. And at one point, you just said, you are so awkward. I remember exactly. <laughs> we were walking down 42nd Street. Going was to, it? Yeah, we were going to that comedy club in Queens. Yeah. And I stopped. I literally stopped walking, and you looked at me. Huh? I go, you're so awkward. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then what did I say? It's great. It's great. Talk you about it on stage. And that... The place that we were walking to, you had a great set. Yeah. The only great set I've ever s- <laughs> seen. Yeah. That's been a battle to talk about being awkward without losing the audience and without making the right. audience uncomfortable. Right. You got to keep trying it though. You got to keep yeah. doing it. Because it, it, my favorite thing about when you're on stage doing that is it's so honest. Oh, okay. And that's cool. my favorite kind of comedy. Same. So when, how come you don't do it? You, I fucking, talk, you fucking hack. Yeah, I know. I don't really. But he's have, not awkward. He's very confident. In I don't really have children. Yeah, that are grown. Yeah, you do have grown ass kids, huh? Grown ass. When'd you have your kids? What age were you? I was I was nineteen and twenty three. Yeah, wow. Dude. Yeah. How old uh, are you now? Forty eight. Forty eight. Forty nine in January. Wow. Yep. Nineteen. Damn. My son just turned thirty. <laughs> My son just turned thirty on September eighth. Happy wild. birthday, Whoa. James. Happy birthday, James. Yeah, thirty. How was that being yeah, a teenager how, having a kid? It was that, uh, you know, remote? I it you just I went into like autopilot. I just I I was at the time I was in the music industry. I was producing hip hop music, and I had like this deal, and and it wasn't making me a lot of money, and it was like a dream thing. Yeah. And then I I quit that, and I opened because since age twelve I was teaching martial arts or right. studying martial arts, and I started <laughs> teaching at age yeah. sixteen. So by that time, I was like a third degree black belt. So my brother and my dad and I decided to open our own school. So at 21, I opened my own business and then ran that for the next 20 years to put food on the table. And then 15, let's see, 15 years, 15 years into that, I decided to start doing stand-up. The first seven years of me doing stand-up, I was still running the business. Right. Because, you know, you don't make any money doing stand-up in the beginning. So when you're 19 and you find out you're girlfriend was pregnant she's mm-hmm. a wife now mm-hmm. was that instant just panic or was mm-hmm. it like all right this is what's happening and here's what i have to do it wasn't panic actually it w- if she was a stranger yeah, it would yeah. it would if it was like a one night stand or on a date or something i would have been like what the you know what i mean but yeah. her and i were close and knew each other for years and yeah we just would like well, this is what we're doing now you know wow you know and it, there was a lot of people in my hood that were having kids young it was kind of like not Long Beach. Out of the ordinary, yeah. Long Beach. She's from Whittier, which is like just out of East LA, like near East LA kind of area. Crazy. And, yeah. And know. your kids never got into drugs, huh? That's funny. That's funny. Like not hard drugs? Never. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No. My Both of my boys are way into marijuana, pot, yeah, yeah, yeah. CBD, tea, all so that I feel shit. Like my son actually makes a living in that business now. Most young people are fucking doing heroin, it seems. Not not most, but uh, yeah, I don't know. It's prevalent. Most. Not most, like, I don't or, know or meth or anything like that. See, the thing is, if we lived in like, I don't know, Victorville or something, mm. Riverside, Rivers, any yeah. or like Santa Clarita, you know, those yeah, kind of areas. Yeah, yeah. I feel like a lot of those the, those kids are just bored out of their minds because there's yeah. nothing to do. My kids grew up, you know, 
both of them pretty much grew up in the entertainment industry as far as watching me do stand up and they were able to go see cool things and go to cool places. My, mm-hmm. my kids were able to go to Disneyland for free whenever they wanted. Cause my dad worked for Disney and like, yeah, it was, they yeah, didn't have cool. enough. They weren't bored enough to just start getting fucked up in the garage. They both smoke weed, but my, my oldest is in the business now. He has a CBD shop. He has a, he owns a, he has a vape shop. They're going to open like a Korean barbecue restaurant where he lives. He lives in Arkansas. They open yeah. a bunch of small businesses and out, out there. So mm. they're always. Arkansas. How did he end up in Arkansas? Him and his buddy that kind of put the money up for everything researched where they were kind of looking for that kind of stuff. Wow. And that's where they ended up. And now he's got a really nice house out there and he's, yeah, it's pretty cool. Have you been? Not yet. When did he move? He moved out there. First moved out there like four years ago. Then he had to move back, and now he, then he just recently moved back out. Damn, Arkansas. Yeah. For for about fifteen years of my life, I always thought it was Arkansas. It's spelled that way. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why. Like it was like a, just an offshoot of Kansas. Right. Yeah. I don't know why. <laughs> That's I thought their that. Kansas. <laughs> this, this is, is our Kansas. Kansas. <laughs> our Kansas. I like mm. it. But yeah. So uh, you can. You're a black belt still. Do you well, think you could beat my ass? Probably not. One hundred percent, I could beat you your probably, ass because I know you. But you I probably couldn't though. The jock itch would take you out before I he did. Could. Good point. Hmm. I'm probably faster than you. You think so? Oh yeah, I'm definitely like. Oh, like punching and shit. Oh, I can run fast. Can you? Yeah, I was I was a track kid when I was. I thought you had like a bad back or something. No knees. The okay, knees well, are bad from martial arts, but I can still run if I have to. Okay. Yeah, I ran track in high school, but I didn't do like distance running like all the white guys did. I was like, oh, okay, fifty yard, hundred yard, triple jump, long jump, and high jump. So MMA stuff did that for a little bit. It's not easy on the body, so I yeah. So I decided to do stand-up comedy instead. So could you like generally kick most guys' asses? I have no idea. I can't. It's a trip when people. I've been in like a bar situation where my buddy will come up and go, "What is it like to know <laughs> that you can kick everyone in here?" And I look at him and I go, "I don't know that. I don't know that because if you didn't know me, you wouldn't just assume I'm a black belt in martial arts. You would right. have no idea." Same thing with like a lot of other people. You know, you just don't know. But you can kick anybody's ass who's not a black belt. You do know that. Who doesn't know how I to fight? I don't know. Hmm. I don't yeah. know because people. Not me. I'm a, scrappy. The belt thing is, the belt thing is, I mean, that's tra- tradition. There's a lot of people that train for years, hmm. but they don't do a belt thing. Hmm. So they're not a belt of any kind, but they're a badass, you know? Right, yeah. right, right. So, well, okay. Know, well, let's, never conden- know. let's condense it. How does it feel knowing you can kick everybody in this room's ass? I don't know that. I know that I can kick his ass. <laughs> That's, don't that point at me. But I don't know you well enough. For all I know, you're very well, you're in great shape. You mm. could be, you know. I'm in great shape. Tra- no, you're not. I'm you in great. Be- you want to see no, I have no, a no, six no, no, pack, no. dude? Do you? Five, five and a half. <laughs> no, well, okay. I, I'll put it on camera, dude. Yeah, see, that's oh. what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah. And it's usually those guys with all the bars. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You're quiet and cool, so I never know. I just don't know. Dude, you should, I can do and a he's handstand. Just, he's just extremely insecure, so it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you have a six pack, Nolan? Yeah. Let me see it. No, he doesn't. What? Well, well he sure does. No, you do. Whoa, my God, you do. I'm getting one. You have like a, I have dad body, but I'm working back on the six pack. You have like a, like an eight year old six pack. It's like yeah, what a kid six pack would look like <laughs> if you're like like Adrian Peterson probably when he was eight. Had yeah, this. that that before development. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I got a six pack. So I've never had a six pack, not even as a little little kid. Last time I had a six pack, I think I was nineteen. Yeah, yeah. I have no desire to have a six pack. It's too much work. When you're nineteen, though, and then it'll it's, go it's away. not on purpose. <laughs> like I was like, oh fuck yeah, I got one. Of yeah. Now I have to like do a bunch of exercise. I mean, I think yeah. I have a two pack right now, just mm-hmm. the two up here, because mm-hmm. I still have the dad yeah. body thing down here. Yeah. 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 But it's no okay pack. that I have a dad body. Mm-hmm. Yeah, dad. 
<laughs> You're dead. Yeah. You're in good shape, though. Thank you. I've I been, can, I can, started working out again about two months ago, uh, about three months ago. I can kind of tell that you have some fighting in you, like uh, I your have, posture. I have muscle memory, so that yeah. we, that when I started working out again, it just kind of, it was an e- it was an easy comeback. Nice. I go to the gym like four to five days a week. Like at my age, it's there's so much effort. When I was younger, I just I can get up in the morning, do a set of push ups and sit ups, and I was great. Now I have to, you know go to the gym, do a half hour on the treadmill to get my heart rate up. And then I yeah. have to do all these, you know I mean? It's just, it's a lot of effort, but I want to live long guys. That's I, good. I eat healthy. I'm looking at you. I eat healthy. I work <laughs> out and I uh, watch my sugar intake. You seem like a very spry man. I very, am. very spry. And I feel, I feel on the a go. lot younger than I am. Yeah. I look younger, right guys? Ooh. Ew. Right. Oh, not this again. I look younger than 48, right? Who's guys? gonna tell him? Oh boy. You guys, nobody's answering. It's just good <laughs> to have you here, man. <laughs> uh wait, what the fuck did I want to talk about? Wait, Brendan, what do I want to talk about? Uh, yeah, man, let me think for a second. Uh I don't know. Jeez. Apparently jock itch and oh. anxiety. And yeah. sheds. And hard water. Cool shoes. That's all I want to talk about. Hard water. Thanks. Do you like them? Mm-mm. Are those Adidas? <laughs> yeah. like, Stop jeweling. It's not good for you. I know. I'm going to die from this jewel, yeah. dude. The jewel's not quit. good. Ryan. People are dying. How old are you, if you don't mind me asking? <laughs> 35. 35. Do you want to live to be 45, Ryan? Yes. Then stop all that shit you're doing to your body. I know. Hey, I know. Jason, you're, I know. I'm going I through know. a lot of changes. No, you are. One thing at a time. Ryan's going through puberty at 35. <laughs> yeah, kind of. And sometimes at night... I night terrors. I just get a pint of ice cream. Oh, and then I beat myself up about it. You beat yourself off you about it. Beat off myself about it? off about it. So you beat off into the ice cream, then you. Eat but it. you know what? It's better you're than right. doing. What? Drinking, drinking two bottles of wine. Yeah, you're right. Okay. You're right. Is it though? Oh God! <laughs> is it though? Did you guys like you like drunk Ryan better? Is that what it is? I didn't even know drunk Ryan. I knew drunk Ryan. I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I know. I, well, you never were weird or anything. No, no. But did the you, next day, no one, the, the part no one saw, it was very dark. Oh, yeah. Really. Did I you have remember. a, what made you decide to get into a part where, did you have a rock bottom? Was there a bottom for you or was it? Kind of. No one to talk about it? No, I, I will. Okay, yeah, let's see. I might have already talked about it. I think yeah. he talks about it every week. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> never mind. I'll just listen to another episode. I'll just listen to another episode. I uh, visited my family and I was ext- I was heartbroken and also just depressed. Oh, you had a breakup, right? Had a breakup. Probably a good thing. Then I drank a bunch at my family's Christmas party, which is not abnormal. Everybody was, but I was depressed. Mm-hmm. And my sister gave me, I think, Xanax to fall asleep. Uh-oh. But I took it to get fucked up. <laughs> and I took two while drunk. Oh. Did the zombie walk. Apparently, I opened all the car doors. You, oh, you don't remember any of this? No, no. And then my sister was trying to get me to go to bed, and I was just standing there not moving. Oh, fuck. That's terrifying. <laughs> oh, my God. And then the next day, uh, she wouldn't let me sleep over because she felt scared. Scared. Yeah. She's little kids. Oh, yeah. And if know. I'm going to open a car door, am I going to like put the kids in the car right. and then drive off? So that was my lowest bottom. Oh, yeah. That's brutal. When that they, was when they're scared, <laughs> When they're afraid for Uncle Ryan to be around the children, that's probably, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> probably a good time to make a change. And then a year later, I quit pretty much. Oh. I had a time at the comedy store. That was my other rock bottom. What happened? Was I there? I wasn't. Well, I, I just know. got super fucked up. I didn't do anything. I was just oh, super fucked up. That's the worst. Too. At the like, comedy store. You're like, wow, did I fuck everything up? Yeah. 
the one time I ever got drunk before I went on stage was at was at the comedy store, and it was a not a good idea. Yeah, I wasn't performing. I, I just, was. It was Brent's fault. Brent Moran's <laughs> fault. We did shots of like wild <laughs> turkey Brent's or some fault. shit. And then I went on stage and I was just like, fuck everybody. And I was like, why am I on at one o'clock in the goddamn morning? I was like that. Wow. Don't book me on Saturday night and put me on on Sunday morning. I was like, oh, wow. Like that. Yeah, it was bad. <laughs> nice. Dude, so I, what do you, do you, what do you prefer? <laughs> West Coast clubs or East Coast? How do you, what do you, what did you, what do you feel about the audience difference? I haven't been to the East Coast and done stand up in like over a year. I like them both, but. For different reasons, like people all people in LA, when they if they especially they start stand up in LA, they think New York is so hard. It's gonna be New York's and it's so much easier. You think I, so? I find it way easier. I've heard Bill Burr talk about that. New York audiences are getting uh, very sensitive. Oh, now there they are. Yeah, that's what I heard. It used to be the opposite. But first of all, it, when what I found when I went to New York is they didn't care if I was famous or not. They didn't care what I was on. They right, just wanted right. me to be funny. Yeah, yeah. Where I feel like in LA, people are more fame fans than comedy fans. Yeah, where yeah. New York audiences are more or less, less, is it funny? Yeah. Rather than, because you can be famous in New yeah. York. Yeah. Still they don't care. Yeah. I've, uh, I'm comfortable in LA. I feel like I recently became comfortable. Remember, you'd always tell me, like, dude, you're funny. You just need to be confident. Confident. And I'd be like, I know, it's hard. People, mis- <laughs> people think it's all about the material. And I, I'm like, no, it really, I guess. Like I was talking to Matt Brown about this. I'm like, really think about what I'm saying on stage. It's not groundbreaking. It's silly. It's goofy as shit. Mm-hmm. Anybody can talk. It's not, I'm not a genius for this shit that I'm writing. It's not. What's the difference is my confidence level, my confidence in what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. And Matt was telling Matt that because he goes up there and he's, you know, there's so many tells that so many comedians do. Like they look away on the punchline. They don't look at the audience. They, uh, they make too much noise in the silence. Do you know what I mean? Like, like right now, if it's, I'm fine with that. Yeah. A lot of people, when that happens, they go, okay. Like they can't deal with this. Once you get okay with that, it's, it's a whole different game. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And being so cool with being awkward, like being, this is who I am. Yeah. Because honestly, that's what people want to see. They want to see you. You, they, they don't, they don't want to know what you're going to talk. It's not necessarily about what is that guy going to talk about. It's like, what is, who is this guy? What is this guy about? Mm-hmm. You know, that's yeah. why, that's what I, my opinion on it. Brandon saw some of my early stages of trying the awkward material. Yeah. When I was, I was making fun of myself See, too that's much. Where that's the, the awkward material. And it's not the material. It's the awkward guy saying the material. Hmm. There's a difference. Yeah. Wait, what do you mean? You just said, <laughs> showed him my awkward material. All what I'm saying is because you're who you are, all your material is just is just awkward. <laughs> because it's not the material, it's the guy. Okay. It's the I, person. I've written jokes about being awkward. Okay. No, I saw you in the very I think I saw you at almost your first time trying stand up. I could swear I did because Oh wait, with Rami? Yeah. Me? Oh god, I bombed. Yeah, Dude, I, was, that... I was a year into stand up. <laughs> oh, you were? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh god, I but bombed. <laughs> a year into stand up means you suck. Pretty much. Well, I guess. <laughs> in most cases. Yeah. Is. I didn't always right. bomb, but I bombed that night. Yeah, that was that was hard to watch. Mm. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, I mean, like, it was. Like, like I think, uh, I mean, you're doing, that... he's exponentially better now. Especially when it's somebody that you're close to and you're yeah. a friend. Oh, God. That's yeah. why for the first few years of doing stand-up, I never invited friends or family. Same. Ever, ever, ever. Except for that fucking show. Yeah. You, invite, when, you didn't invite anybody. It's just me and a few other people. 
Yeah. And but we just happened to be there because I think we that was at that uh, mischievous. Mischievous. It was a studio that yeah. me, Ryan, a bunch of other people used to like uh, shoot videos at, and we were just there <laughs> <laughs> seeing a friend bomb. Yeah. Oh, I love seeing fellow comedians bomb. Oh, it's the best. It's the best. I've never seen you bomb. I like it when we know we're bombing and we just go with it and have fun with it. And then it yeah. becomes you're not bombing. I get frustrated because I'd love to give that joy to my friends. I just never do it. And it's like, I wish I could give that to you guys. Because it is fun to watch. But I've yeah. seen you bomb at least four times. <laughs> I don't think you've I ever seen me bomb. Yeah. Have you seen me bomb? No. Nah, you does, don't bomb. It's it <laughs> nah. does, doesn't happen. Another big mistake that I feel a lot of comedians make is thinking so much about how are they rea- how they're reacting. I don't yeah. think about that. I just have a blast. And if my friends are laughing, that's en- that's good enough for me. Right. Yeah, that's good enough for me. I want to tell you this heckler story. I got the I'd rather you didn't. I got the weirdest heckle. Please let me tell you. I've been wanting to talk about this because I, I I make it a point to not pay attention to when people yell stuff out because the worst thing you could do is go, "What'd you say?" And then they tell you, because right. anytime you ask the audience a question, they're going to answer you. So, but this, yeah. just last week at the Long Beach Laugh Factory, I'm on stage. I'm, I think I had like a 25 minute set and I'm almost done. And this girl on the side just keeps yelling this thing out, keeps yelling this thing out to the point where I couldn't ignore it because the audience was looking like, what? Yeah. She was yelling out ET phone home. <laughs> okay. Had nothing to do with anything yeah. I was talking about. Mm-hmm. Just ET phone, like a, like a Latina chola kind of girl. Yeah, makeup. She's like, "Eat the phone home," like doing that, <laughs> and I just ignored it. And I'm like, and then you know the thing is, my kids, eat the phone home, and I finally went, "What are you yelling?" I go, "Why are you yelling, eat the phone home?" Mm-hmm. And she looks at me. She goes, "You know, eat the phone home." I go, "No, no, I, I heard what you said. Why are you saying it?" And she was thoroughly confused that I didn't understand what was happening. She looks at her friends and she, you know, the movie, eat the phone home. First of all, the movie is not called E.T. Phone Home. <laughs> it's just called E.T. The Extraterrestrial. But she says, E.T. Phone Home. And I go, no. And I start feeling bad for it because tears started welling up in her eyes. Oh, it was weird. Was she drunk? Yeah, wasted. Okay, and she goes, yeah, yeah. and E.T. Phone Home. And I go, no, I know what you're saying. E.T. Phone Home. I get it. It's a reference to an 80s movie about a cute little alien. And, and I get it. And she's like, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm getting it. I go, I, why are you saying it? Is what I want to know. Mm-hmm. I haven't mentioned a Niti movie, uh, <laughs> Flying Saucer or anything. Why? To the point where her, like, her cholo looking boyfriend turns around and goes, hey, yo, shut the fuck up. Like, she, like it's tripping everybody out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But now she's upset because he's upset. And then the security guy leans over and goes, you got to stop. And she's thoroughly like, E.T. phone home. So I finally go, are you okay? And she just looks at me and goes, E.T. phone home again. And I said, you know what? This is the only way I can get her to get happy. I said, you come see me after the show and you and I together, we're going to get that fucker home. (laughs) And she goes, okay, yeah. And then high fives me. Like that fixed it. And then I had to end my set with, thank you guys, have a good night. ET phone home. (laughs) The weirdest ever. Did you help her? Did you ever figure it out? I had to leave right away to go to another set. (laughs) So now she's wandering around wondering how she's going to get that. Oh, fuck her home. Uh, That's a weird echo. It's a weird echo. Because it wasn't mean. Yeah. It wasn't her trying to like piggyback on one of my jokes, which a lot of hecklers do. It wasn't, it was just weak, like ET phone home. It was just the most random heckle I've mm-hmm. 
It's funny that she started crying because ET phone home. Yeah, that's yeah. all she could say. Tears were welling up. I was like, oh shit, she really wants that alien to get home. <laughs> Maybe it's because you look like a fucking alien. You that's probably. Fuck. Thanks, man. <laughs> thanks for being on the pod. No problem, dude. I'm, can't wait to come back. Jason, where can people find you? You can find me on the interweb. I'm on uh, Instagram at Jason Collings, and it's C O L L I N G S. Mm. Yes. They get a G in there because I'm gangsta. Jason Collings on Instagram, Jason Collings on Twitter, uh, comedian Jason Collings on Facebook, and Mr. Jason Collings on the YouTube. I love it. Also, jasoncollings.com. Whenever I've had a friend come to one of my shows, they always say, I loved Jason Collings. That's not true. No, I swear to God. No, that's so sweet. Uh, my you're my my sisters came out to see me. They just talked about you. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry, dude. Well, stealing his sister's thunder. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. And then he fucked all of them. No, mm. wait a minute. Uh, but he, they told me you gave them orgasms, so I appreciate that. <laughs> That's very loving. That's my thing. <laughs> <laughs> all right, dude. Thanks for being on the pod. Thanks for having me. This was fun. Uh, you caught a real moment of me being in a weird mood. I like it. Okay. Like I said, but that's the only you I know. So I was going to say, you don't seem that different. Yeah. You don't seem that odd. This is very oh. Rye Dune of you. Oh, yeah. yeah I guess so. Kind of dooned it up. Yeah. Sometimes I'm more of an asshole. When it's just us, mm. I like to break, break balls a lot. Why don't you break my balls? I like you. I don't know. I don't have an Emmy today. He yeah. just called you an alien. Yeah, you yeah. broke his balls. Oh, yeah. that was a weak ball break. But it okay. was, yeah. I'm an alien. It's, I felt bad about it because he doesn't like <laughs> Oh, handsome. That was handsome. Yeah, see, you're just, just not on your game. Today. Yeah, that was, <laughs> no. you just used the same one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Steve Marshall, like Ross Miller. Thanks for donating twenty five dollars a month on, on uh, Patreon. Nicholas Caprio is donating donating a hundred dollars a month. Jesus. Yeah. Nice. Thank you. Thank that. you. Follow Jason Collins. Go see him live. It's That's a good it. idea. Thank, thank you, Nolan. Yo yo. I'm sorry, Dad. Sorry, Dad. Sorry, son. <sighs> I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs>